I'm Chase. And I'm Timothy. And this is Customer Service. Good morning, Chase. <laughs> How are you doing, baby? I'll let, him let you do your whole little whistle run. Like you're working on mine. Went over, uh, went over to this shop. Uh, and the team was putting out the Margella and Bon, bon Iver was playing. Bon Iver was playing. So oh, yeah. I've been whistling that for a minute. Yeah, I was never a big uh, Bon Iver guy. <laughs> I was very, in typical Chase fashion, very anti-Bon Iver. And now I am back to being anti-Bon Iver. But the first time I heard but, it... And we know it's probably said the other way, but I don't like it Oh, no, way. I'm joking. I know people say Bon Iver, but it's, you know what I mean? It's what's, what's he, French. Oh, I got a Maybe croissant. I got a croissant this morning. No, and that's the thing. I liked I liked the band when I thought I heard it the first time. I heard whatever like the record was that everybody loved, right? The, mm. the one that has uh, Skinny Love. Sure. Maybe that's not even what I was thinking. But well, yeah, that's the one I know. Yeah. Anyway, it's a good record. And the first time I heard it, we were at my buddy's house in uh, like the Finger Lakes, New York. And I was like, damn, this is kind of gas. It was like perfect it's in the woods and it was cool and i was like you know what and in my head i'm thinking oh cool it's some emaciated dude with black hair who is skinny and depressed and then i fucking go home and i see a live video and he's wearing like a fucking dumb tank top and pink like zoomies sunglasses and i was like play the fucking part dude like you look and like if you even if you took those things away from me he kind of looks like he would he like his hobby is like sitting in one of those trees shooting turkeys or something (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, he's got that energy. Yeah. I know he's from Wisconsin. I know he's, like, done good things for the music program. Don't care. Play the part. If you're going to make music like that, you can't look the way you do. He doesn't look cool. There's no getting around that. He doesn't look cool. You know what I I wanted him? One thing I'll say that I've brought up before, I don't like him. I didn't buy into it at the time. I don't buy into anybody going into the woods to make... It's like, you can just... You can make your sad music at home. You don't need to do this in a cabin. It's just like, like... Whatever romantic notion about him just didn't grab me. You know what I mean? So it just wasn't for me, but it, the, but the, but the, the, I will say he had this, I don't know if it was like an EP or like what it was, but it was him singing like some of his songs, but some like, like Sinatra style standards with like hmm. the Wisconsin, like, I don't know, orchestra or something. I don't know what it was. I can't, I can picture the cover. Yeah, but I don't know yeah. what it was for. And he does, I think he does a Sinatra cover because a couple other standards and I'm like, well, just do this. You have a nice voice. So that also makes it to me. It's like, Oh, you're doing the whiny cry thing. Like you're turning that on. You're a good singer. Like leave it to the idiots that need to sing that way because you don't, you know what I mean? The, yeah. Like, like why yeah. aren't you doing this? This sounds good. So I yeah. don't know. It's just, it was a little too performative for me, but also it also, I'm just going to walk this back. I guarantee if we interviewed him, I'd be like, he's a cool guy. We like oh, him. No, you know? no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. That's, yeah. that, that's the whole point of this podcast. Yeah. We talk about it later in this yeah. episode too, of starring with pillion, a strong opinions loosely held. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I don't know. I just wanted to play the part. Dude, I the music to... doesn't hit for me and that's really where it yeah. kind of ends. It, it just doesn't, I don't know. It's not my thing, yeah. but, yeah. but I, I, can, I don't know. I, I totally get it. Get I know I people like it. It's like, it's like, it's like if bright eyes was less annoying in a, in a different way you know what i mean mm-hmm, it's like a little mm-hmm. bit more like for everybody you yeah, know no I, like, I totally get you i totally yeah, get you you know it's so a little bit it's a little less like it's not uh, quite so dramatic wearing a train yeah. conductor hat music that's how i view yes. bright eyes exactly and this is train conductor yeah. hat music so a lot of hardcore guys became train conductor hat guys you know what i mean yeah, yeah and it, i don't know what happened yeah no, i don't know 
I don't know. It was either that or again, you worked like at I've UPS. Like I said before, a lot of these guys just were like, man, I had one thing that defined my personality. And when everyone moved on, like, they <sighs> didn't. And they're like, shoot, should I get a hat? Does that uh, <laughs> too many of us have already become barbers. So God, I can't. don't, I've only, I have all the anchor tattoos I could possibly get <laughs> so. anymore. And I'll, I won't be able to swim. <laughs> yeah. I heard a guy in the sauna the other day. He's having a conversation with this like guy that's always in the sauna where I'm at. And he like, he wears like those weird, like, like loose printed pants. And then mm-hmm. he has like, he doesn't work out. He's just going for the sauna. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's nicer. So this is like a, this is like a working gym sauna. Yeah. And so I don't know why this like hippie is floated in here to use this. Yeah. Um, but he's always in there and he's like really like doing the breathing exercise. And to be honest with you, I have the headphones on. I have very aggressive metal in my ears. I, I'm not noticing a thing. You know what I mean? So I don't care that he's in there, but he'll talk to anybody who doesn't have headphones in. And these two like regular, like just like regular college guys were in there talking yeah. to him. They'd gotten like roped in. Yeah. And he was like, you know, I'm at, well, no, not that guy. He was talking about like tattoos and he has like all these like, you know, super spiritual sure. tattoos. You can sure. imagine, yeah. you can imagine the types of like finger tattoos, like, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, hippie girls have, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. where they're like, it's like a constellation. I'm like, yeah, who cares? No, I was just going to say, it's a <laughs> anyway, big the, um, the one kid goes, I'm just thinking about getting like just one tattoo. And he's like, yeah, okay. What are you going to get? And he goes, just a sinking ship with a kraken coming out of it. And then and then he goes on for like 15 minutes describing like all the shit yeah, on this. He's yeah. like, and then there would be like a like there'd be like a kind of like a pirate at the end, and he's like jumping in because he's he knows he's going down with the ship. And then maybe maybe it actually says going down with the ship. He goes on, Fuck. I'm not joking. It was like 50, I took my headphones, I was like, I gotta hear this. Yeah, yeah. He describes <laughs> it, he's got no tattoos, he doesn't seem like a tattoo guy. Uh-huh. He's gonna get this giant thing where it's like an entire scene from Pirates of the Caribbean that this guy's going to I was gonna just going to say, it's all, it's all but missing Johnny Depp. felt so bad for the guy he's going to email to get an appointment because it's yeah. like, this is going to be a, this is going to be like one of those emails you get like, oh no, I must be in trouble. This is really long. Yeah. And and then he's going to have to weed through trying to get this many things into one tattoo. Yeah. I hope he gets it. I hope he, I hope he gets it and I hope he comes back and I get to see him with the giant tattoo. Dude, you know, we know. I've got a lot of tattoos. Most of my torso, both my arms. I got a lot of them, right? I fucking hate tattoos. I, I, I like mm-hmm. mine, and but like you're I, too deep into like turn around. Now, yeah, so. no, and, and and let me be clear. I I would probably still do it again. I love my tattoos, but like I'm so sick of having to talk about them, of having to tell, listen to other people tell me about theirs because they think I'm in some sort of club. It sucks. It sucks. I I hate. I hate it. I hate it. I only have three like, get, little ones. I'm going to get them removed. I was thinking I'll get this. Uh, I had a great uncle who I never met. He lived in Ireland. And he really. <laughs> like he to, already you've this, this fake story. I want you to stop. I know. Exactly. <laughs> and that and that's what it is. And yeah. it's like, just shut the fuck up. Just yeah, either just, get them or don't. But if you're if you're getting them so that you can talk to other people about them, like don't do it. Stop getting tattoos. It's like when people are like, I got this one for my sister. And you're like, I don't know your sister. And I know, even if you I told me what care, her name dude. is and what her job was, I, that information might, it, it, you might as well just throw it on the ground and we I walk s- away from it. I don't, I'm not going to remember. Yeah. And I certainly don't care if you had a tattoo for her, like what, like my sister broke her arm when she was six. And it just reminded me of what, the vulnerability. And I was like, no, nope. you've reverse engineered. a ta- Just get the tattoo. Just go, get the tattoo I look cool, cool. I get a bunch of tattoos. Just like, say, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That, that's, that's really the only way to look at it. And it, it, not everything has a story. Not Everything has to have a story, and I think your story is dumb. Even if it dumb. does, it's a personal story, so keep it to yourself. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't like matter how I feel about it. I feel like a lot of people get the tattoos and then put meaning behind them so that they can explain to their parents why they got them. Yeah. 
And if you're worried, yeah, it's yeah. not it's it's not this edgy anymore. We don't need this. No, you know I mean, like, I don't need to know what you a, told your conservative parents yeah. what it meant. It doesn't matter. Doesn't. So you could justify getting it. It doesn't mean that. Yeah. I don't need just anything. get them because you like how it looks, and then keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. That's it. All right, so let's. <laughs> we got some good guests on today. Yeah, we got great guests. So this is uh, this is uh, the the founders of the of Highland. We carry it in the store. It's a great hair care product. Um, we've known these guys for a while. Mm-hmm. They're awesome guys, and it just felt like a nice segue between. We got a really nice feedback from our episode with uh, Drew from Margin. Yep. And it, actually, real fast before you continue, Boone, after listening to the episode with Drew the other morning, came in and bought both products. Yeah. So that's so that yeah yeah so it just felt like a nice like one two punch of like yep. sort of like uh, products that are s- somewhat similar and definitely exist in the same space and I don't know just felt like it felt like it would be a nice one two punch for people that were like upgrading their game in mm-hmm. that way mm-hmm. so so it was it was cool to talk to them and hear how they got started and hear about you know like it's it's I think it's also fun for people to hear about like proper startups which is definitely what they are I mean doing yeah. it in their house to where they're at now and where they're going I think it's really cool so yep. Yep. it was a fun episode they're good dudes it was an imp- a rare in person one with, yeah. all, with all with all four of yeah, us yeah, yeah. so it was it was fun I, I think I think people like it, it do was, you uh, when, when I met Ben real fast I just want to shout him out because we didn't get to talk about it on the pod but I think it's the most interesting part about him mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know what he does like for fun he's a, he's a shredder dude rips he skates but oh, do really? you know what else he does he no? fucking like hang glides or something bro there's like a some sort of mount that people have built up 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 in the foothills over here and he and it's like i may see where you run and fucking jump off dude and you just hang glide and then you cruise to the ground he does that that's crazy it's crazy one little thing goes wrong you're yeah that when when i first met him i was like what are you doing today and you go skate i knew he skated and he goes no i think i'm gonna hang glide i don't i think it's hang gliding maybe not it's not base jumping because that's like jumping off shit and parachuting i think he's hang gliding when he just runs and you just cruise right off well let's cruise right off into the episode right now (laughs) anyway yeah so uh boone and ben from highland let's hop into it i learned something new about you every time i see you the other day i learned you have a a mean dog that i never knew about yeah he's not mean he's just chasey you've stern yet fair yeah 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 he's, he's 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 like a dad. He's like a, He's like a dad. little tiny fox. His fur is like half of his whole capacity. He's just like a little, a little the body in there. But he and looks kind of mean. He looks kind of like an ottoman though with his hair. You yeah, know yeah, yeah. Right? He's an ottoman. Yeah, very flat on top. Yeah, very flat on top. But he's not mean. He's just not a golden retriever. No dogs are mean. I should, I should take. No, that my dogs they're, mean. They're, mis- they're misunderstood. <laughs> My dog's my dog. He might be you could say misunderstood, but he's also a little mean. Yeah, Jeff will bite you. That's just the reality. <laughs> like, like it's just if he doesn't like what you're doing, he'll he'll bite you. But he's also very yeah. He's also sweet too. Does he yeah. want to switch or what happens? He just doesn't. It's like specific. it's like it's like there's rules that he's created uh-huh. that he's not shared with anyone else, and if you cross them, you're <laughs> fucked. They if they because you guys taught him to lay down or something or. Roll. What was oh, the, so he the, the, these dogs are really smart. It's like a Shetland Sheepdog. Yeah. So when he was when he was like little, you could like teach him anything. Like in like two repetitions, he had it. But then he would decide he doesn't want to do it, so he just wouldn't do it. So you'd be like, if you say like roll over to him, even if you do it now, he's gonna come at your ass. <laughs> it's just like a, yeah. 
There's hey, buffers, I'm good. It's like a bro when you're like, hey, buddy, and they're like, don't call, call me buddy. And it's like, I never see why that makes people so mad. Yeah. But it's like, it's that energy. People have always taken buddy as a very demeaning. I like, like buddy. I like buddy. I don't understand what the problem with buddy is. I don't know. I'm like, you, does anyone in this room have a problem if someone calls you buddy? No, no. but I have friends that have It depends on how you say it, baby. I don't know. I have friends that take it like a complete jab, like yeah. you've, you've wronged them in some horrible way. This is what I mean, and I don't, un- I just don't understand how buddy, and I, and I have it in my lexicon because like my dad used it a lot, and I think it's just because he didn't know people's names, but like, it's, but it's like, <laughs> it's funny. in the, it's in the lexicon now, I can't like totally get it out, yeah. it just comes out naturally, and I understand like if you're like, hey buddy, but even then, like I can't imagine, if, I can't imagine a fight arising in my world where someone's like, hey buddy, you better not do that, I'm like, don't call me that. Don't call me buddy. <laughs> I mean, that that's the that is the Shetland Sheepdog energy though. It's like this like immediate like frustration because you've done you've asked him to do like one thing. Yeah. So because you said not, very seriously, oh, don't tell, don't say roll over, don't say roll over. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I, like even as as I went to say it out loud, I almost went to spell it. Yeah. Because I don't. Because I'll react. <laughs> he he comes, he'll come. He'll come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll hear team. me. <laughs> come whipping down. I'll learn how to spell yeah. one day too. He's old as shit now, so it doesn't really yeah. matter. He sort of just like sleeps in two yeah. areas yeah. and then eats and yeah. goes yeah. outside. So he doesn't really yeah. do much anymore. But shout out Ophi though. Yeah. Shout Ophie's, out Ophi. Ophi's a great Ophie's dog. Loves okay. humans. Um, but. Man, she's hard. She's hard to have around other dogs at times. She just doesn't like other dogs. I don't really feel like. Here's the thing. It's sort of like when you go to a party and you're like, nobody. You can tell nobody really. Wants, it's like a work party and nobody really wants to be there. And you're like, this is just what the dogs are doing. They just don't want to interact. And th- in this case, it's like, imagine if a guy at a party that you don't know like came up to you like real close. He'd be like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> yeah. That's all the dogs are doing. Yeah. We put them in these awful social yeah, situations yeah, yeah. and expect them to thrive. I think that's, that's probably the most like eloquent explanation for Leon, too. It's like... He just doesn't want to be fucked with. Yeah. He just wants to, like all of us, he just wants to Do be at home and not yeah. be bothered. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Ophi has a territory, though, around people. Like, my girlfriend Lauren and I, we have no idea what to do with her. Like, the other night at the barbecue, um, we heard it was okay to bring her. But and as soon as you find out another dog's coming, like, we need to get to the point where we're like, oh, she actually can't be around other dogs. Because we don't know how she's going to be. Sometimes mm-hmm. she's great, but... Mm-hmm. With boy dogs, usually better, but then she went after poor Graham's dog. I don't <laughs> lie at all. If someone comes up to me while I'm walking my dog, I just go, he's not friendly, don't touch him, just leave him alone. <laughs> yeah. Probably he's fine because he likes being pet a lot by humans, but if they have a dog, I'm like, he's going to bite the other dog and he'll die doing it, even if he's small. <laughs> so just don't do it so I don't have to like go through the awkward thing. Plus, yeah. I don't really need this. I don't. Well, I didn't get a dog so that I could be like, let's make chit-chat while these right. two dogs smell each other. So Jeff also does that thing where if a car drives by... He will go at the car. Yeah, well, I'd be honest. He because he's old now. I think he's the, the dog in him's dead a little bit now. Like he the just dog. doesn't have it. Like but when he was little, like he just hated. He's a herding dog. Yeah. So he just thought he was like herding the car. So right. he would <laughs> yap at him like he'd want to like bite the tires. Like yeah. I think that yeah. if he could get near a moving car, he would try to like bite the physical car. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's been a lot of dog talk. I'm yeah. realizing. That's guys, right. guys, you want to do a little introduction of yourselves? Yeah, uh, definitely. So I'm Boone. I'm Ben. Um, we are friends of the shop and yeah. pretty tight with everyone over here. So really excited to be on today. And thank you guys for having us. Of course. Um, we uh, are the founders of Highland, an uh, all-natural hair care company. Um, really young, early stage, but we're fortunate enough to have it carried at the shop. And 
Yeah, so just go to see where this goes. Did, we, you started coming by because of Cooper, right? Exactly. That, yeah. yeah, Coop is really the he's always the link. He's we the could, he we could probably just talk about how much we love Cooper on this podcast yeah. in forty five <laughs> minutes. Yeah. 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 Um, but Chase, you said the other day, you said I think you said Coop was your fashion icon. And he really is. We talk about it and it didn't make sense until I said it to you. But the other day we all got together for Timothy's daughter's ballet recital and Coop was wearing a full Margaret outfit and I looked at my girlfriend Michelle and I was like, that's it. That's what I want to wear now. I just want to dress like that. I feel like sometimes Coop will have a wild outfit and I know I can't pull it off, but he just looks good in everything. He right. does. I know. He somehow pulls it all off. But I feel the exact same. Like, I met Coop in college and when we started hanging out, like he was my kind of entry to the world of fashion. Yeah. Like... I thought maybe I knew how to dress before, and I didn't. I had no idea. But, like, I was just enamored with Coop's closet, and he would always let me borrow stuff. And, <laughs> yeah. and then he started coming into the shop and hanging out with you guys, and that's how I sort of got looped in and then started talking to, to Bob about hockey and everything else. And, yeah. you know, now we're all kind of fast friends. Yeah. I feel like that's that's the it, it, early early stages we got we got actually like this is the only honest to god for me I think it's the only negative review we ever got about the shop was initially like in those early days it it had a big time like barbershop mentality not not on purpose it was just like a bunch of people hanging out and then we don't and then it was it's hard to like get in because there was so there'd be so many people sitting up front you know what yes. I mean and we'd all be chatting we all knew each other and it was like a party but we like didn't invite people to it yeah. but people were coming in, you know what I'm saying? It was kind of that exclusive club. Yeah, so it was the yeah. only like, negative we've ever got, but it was also fun. Like, I feel like that's how we got to know like, most of the people that we know in Colorado, yeah, that totally. was just by like, bullshit. And most in, of, a lot of the store. employees, too, right? Yeah, sort of come along that almost way. all of almost them. Almost 100% of the employees we've had or have have been through existing in the shop for a long period of time, over, over months, making yeah. friends, buying a bunch of shit. Totally. Yeah. Just being present. Yeah. And then, so how did you, how did you two meet then? In college. Yeah. We, uh, we met junior year and quickly became, you know, like the, the Boone and Ben show. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and it still is, but yeah, it was, you know, fast friends and, and, uh, shortly after we moved to Denver, after we graduated yep. and we've lived together for three years. That's kind of where Highland started in our Denver apartment. Yeah. And we recently just stopped living together because now he, he broke up with me and now he lives with his girlfriend. So, yeah. <laughs> so well, she's getting older. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, that's how I've always sort of done friends. Like same with Coop, like met Coop and then we started hanging out every day pretty much. And then same yeah. with Ben, like the day we met, we've been inseparable. So that's, that's how I've always done it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that that's the, I think that like, I, I feel the same way. Like I, I don't, I've never had like, I don't know. I've always had a lot of acquaintances, but I feel like close friends, it's only ever like a handful, but mm-hmm. like they're people I see every single day. Yeah. So, and you kind of know right away. Yeah. 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 Like yeah, I feel like yeah. Ben, Coop, a lot of you guys, like I, I knew like these, okay, these guys are going to be in my life. Like yeah, 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 I, yeah, I've yeah. talked with these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you say that it started in the apartment, so, so it's, it's a natural hair care product, but so what, what, what do you mean it started in the apartment? Yeah, like let's, what, let's do the origin story a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah. So, and it's funny because it, it involves Coop too. And sort of how, <laughs> how he was that kind of scared of fashion figure. He's just me. like, he's an omnipresent, especially, <laughs> he's, he's matured a little bit. Not like, not, not, in a, not, I don't mean like, oh, he matured, he was immature. He was just 
everywhere for yeah, a while. Totally. Like, he existed everywhere I was. No yes. matter where. I'd see him places I didn't mean to. He was at work. He was at the parties. He was everywhere. Yeah. No, he is. I mean, I think he's still kind of that way. He's all over the place. So scattered, yeah. but passion. Like, when he finds something, he's just, like, yeah. just deep on it. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't um, like things. He loves the moment. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, we were social dudes in college. Like, we cared about sort of how we looked and how our hair looked specifically. And um, we were using... You know, Cooper and I were using all sorts of different hair products, and we were kind of getting grossed out by them. I mean, like, I, it seems like it's like the like Old Spice or degree of deodorant sticks, yeah. like single-use plastic, toxic-looking goop that you put in your hair. Um, and growing up in Boulder, I think I sort of have always had this sort of inclination towards health and sustainability. Sure. So that's sort of rooted in there, too. Um, but... We kind of just got grossed out with these hair products we were putting in, in our hair every day. Um, and Coop started using coconut oil instead. Oh, just strictly I, coconut oil. I remember this phase of him ruining hats. Yes. Yeah, because oh, he would put it in imagine. his hair and then immediately put a hat on it. It's like, and I was like, why would you do the hair and then put a hat on it? But yeah. He had his, I have no idea. And, yeah, but, but I, I remember I, this phase. I jumped on, too, because I was like, yeah, like, these, these products are disgusting. Like, yeah, at right. least this is, you know... Kind of hydrating, right? And if it if it's a little bit cold outside, it gives your hair hold because it like it turns <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were basically running around the hill in Boulder looking like greasers for yeah. for a six month yeah. period. And I don't know, not that many girls talk to us, but I don't know how any did. Um, it was it was a funny stage, but just sort of melting out. Yeah, 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 just greasy dudes. Um, it's a nice smell at least. But. Yeah, no, and it, it was clean. I mean, I I felt like it was a better solution, honestly, than what these other products were. I mean, no need to like name brands, but you know what they are. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Target yeah. store yeah. brands or even the barbershop brands. So um, anyway, you know, that sort of continued and I was tinkering with other products. I was trying to find more natural solutions. Um, and that's when I sort of found that like natural products in this industry are sort of stigmatized, especially in the professional setting of like salons and barbershops mm-hmm. because they don't work. Mm-hmm. Um, so... It's got, like, the same connotation as, like, cleaning supplies. It's like, I want to do all natural, and sometimes you're like, it's just do, not, it's just not working that great. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. It, is it sanitary? Yeah, yeah exactly. Same thing. Thing. So, um, you know, I sort of thought, okay, well, maybe I could be the person to figure that out. Why doesn't a natural product work? Is it really impossible to make a natu- an all-natural product that could function at a, at a high-performing level for professionals, for barbers, for stylists, and just for people who use hair products in their hair every day? Um, and this is after we were graduated, you know, Ben and I were living at ballpark lofts down in Denver and I started just ordering bulk all natural ingredients to the, to our apartment. Um, well, let me, let me back you up here for a second because I don't, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know you as any sort of scientist, right? Zero chemistry. Well, then I guess I just wondered like how, like I have no idea to your point, I have no idea what's in hair care products, and it's not just because I shaved my head now because I had long hair for a long time. But like, like, well, I don't know. Where did you begin to like look? Did you look at like other products and then go from there? Did you just look up like where you just like well, coconut oil plus blah. Like, how do, how do you? It was a where bit, that begin? It was a bit of both. Like, uh, super naive, right? Which yeah. is kind of comes with the territory of trying to be entrepreneurial. Is you sure. have to be naive enough to think maybe somehow you could be the person to figure it out, right? Um, but there was a lot of research of like trying to see, okay, what is in these products that does X, you know, what, what makes it gives hair that finish, what gives it that hold Mm. and trying to find 
um, replacements of those that exist in the natural world. So yeah, like coconut oil was in the original formulas, but it doesn't absorb well into your hair. It's yeah. like really thick molecularly. I mean, I have like really like coarse hair and I used to like use it as like a, I'd put it in my hair and like condition it with that. Right. And I, and I know what you mean. That's why when you guys, when Cooper was saying he's using it and like, I put that in my hair to like, you just leave it in there for like a few hours or I watch a movie and then you wash it out just to condition it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it would like, it, it gets... It, it has a weirdness to it. It doesn't. Like, yeah, it, it just doesn't absorb well. Yeah, it, like the. I mean, I'm, again, I have zero chemistry background, but I learned the chemistry of this. Is it's yeah. super thick on a molecular level, so yeah, sure. it just the your hair and scalp can't really absorb yeah, it easily. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it was just sort of fun experimentation. Like I knew I was my own perfect test candidate, right? Because I knew what I wanted in my hair every day. I knew I wanted something that would sort of give it that all day reliable style, but also I wanted something that felt like it was nourishing it and leaving my hair and scalp feeling healthier. So I, you know, these batches went on and on, just mixing up on our stovetop with, with clays, with oils, waxes and essential oils, tons of different things. Um, and I have no idea how many iterations it went through, probably at least a hundred. And I don't know what you thought of me ordering these ingredients to our kitchen, (laughs) but it's interesting because, um, I've always had like really curly hair, you know? Yeah. Seventh grade, I had an afro down my back. Like, I looked like, I don't know if you know Anderson Bergel on the Cavs. He used to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, bro. Wow. I'll show you guys a picture after this. It was insane, the the comparison. But I've always known I've had curls. And in college, I didn't really use hair products that much. I just didn't really know much about it. But kind of like Boom was saying, we started to to care more about our style and more about our our presentation. Yeah. Um, And after college, or probably senior year, actually, when he was doing the coconut oil stuff, I started using. American Crew, and I really liked it. I, I liked the, the way it, you know, made my hair just look better like yeah. in public. And so when Boone started ordering all these ingredients, I had already kind of been introduced to the hair care world a little bit, um, but only surface level. And I was always the guinea pig with everything he was doing. Yeah. And all of the iterations, hundreds probably, <laughs> I would try even if they were shitty at first. Um, they were gross. They were disgusting. Yeah. The first iterations were were, I mean. They, they look disgusting. They're, they're, I can't believe we put that in our hair. Okay, okay so, get, okay, how many, like, walk me through what this looks like. Is this just, like, on a stovetop, or are you yeah, just kind of mashing something into it? On a stovetop, you know, looking at the solid ingredients, knowing I wanted to melt those down first, so, like, beeswax or carnauba wax, different kinds of wax that pretty much, like, are for candles. Yeah, um, yeah. Additionally, where do you get time. this stuff? Sorry to interrupt, but like, I, where I was you... ordering on Etsy and yeah, Amazon. Oh, you can yeah, just yeah. get like raw ingredients, just raw yeah. bulk ingredients. Yeah, yeah, interesting. So I don't know. These iterations went along, and you know, it kind of got to a place where I liked it. I liked it better than anything else I could find. Um, yeah. And some of our friends and Ben was using it, and people were kind of starting to like it. And then, and then COVID happened. And the world kind of shut down. Um, we were working, you know, our tech jobs from our apartment. We were pretty much locked inside. Um, right. And I think everyone during that time frame kind of was like, I want to do something fulfilling. I want to find sure. my thing, right? Um, and Ben and I, I remember we had this conversation on the couch one night. We were like, you know, we really wanted to try to start a business. And we were like, that's the best way to learn about business is just to do it. And <laughs> um we were like, well, Highland's kind of like the closest thing we've got. Why don't we sort of try to take this seriously um, during this pandemic, however long it may last, and sort of see where it goes? Um, and that's when Ben really jumped on into the process. And, you know, the formula was 
of our glacial clay pomade, our product that's out today. Um, it was pretty close to final at this time, but Ben jumped on and we, we sort of figured out the final mm-hmm. few pieces to the puzzle sort of, um, and started selling the product online, mostly to, to friends. You know, I think, I don't know, how many orders did we do in those first couple weeks? We had, um, I think we ordered, they're in these compostable, I don't know if you guys remember, mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the compostable yeah. little, not Hardcore. not bathroom friendly at all. If they got a little bit wet, they yes. were completely destroyed. But, you know, we wanted to go like the sustainable, eco-friendly, all-natural route, so that was really important to us at first. Um, I think we ordered like 48 or like <laughs> yeah. something like and that. it seemed like a bunch, right? It seemed like a lot, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But we filled them all, you know, and we, it took a while, obviously, we were packing them by hand in total. Less than a year ago, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and yeah, we sold them. We sold through them in forty-eight hours or less. Yeah. Yeah. So that, and then we sort of we somehow got connected to this barbershop in Boulder, Rollins Barbershop. Yeah. Um, they were the first shop to to carry our product, even in those ugly cardboard containers. Mm-hmm. But the fact that these professionals and our friend Anthony over there who became a partner and investor in Highland, the fact that they sort of validated it and really liked how this product worked. Um, we were like, wait, okay. So maybe a natural product really, maybe this is working. Like maybe barbershops in the professional community will accept natural products if it's done correctly. So that's sort of when we knew we had something, um, and wanted to give it more of a shot. So, well, to back it up for one second though, how did you like, if you're just experimenting with products, like, you know, with, with like raw ingredients, how do you know when you like have it? How did you like, what was it? What was it that you were like, all right, we, this is, this is the one. And then what's that look like to go now I have it. Like what the, what the hell do I do with it now? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And that was the trickiest step is yeah. the, the, what do we do now? Kind of. Right. But yeah. yeah. I mean, there's so many different like variables and we tried to keep it super simple. I mean, our glacial clay pomade today has nine ingredients. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's not a whole lot of fluff. Everything that's in there is included with a really specific intention of what it's supposed to do for the hair, whether it's it's hydrating or pulling out oils yeah. or, you know, giving that hold. So, um, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's how do you interact with the product at first? How does it feel to your hand? Yeah. Um, is it easy to use, easy to scoop, that was huge. easy to kind of, you know, melt and apply to your, to your hair? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I think that was one of the most important aspects of it. Right. Like we were there, we were very close, but it was kind of hard. It was it wasn't easy to scoop out. And once it got to a point where it was soft, but it still left the same effect in your hair as the the previous iterations. I think right that was one. And a lot yeah. of professional feedback too. You know, yeah. there, there was so many iterations and right. um, no chemistry knowledge, no hair background for either of us. So we really leaned on you know a lot of people who knew more than we did. Yeah. I mean, that's gotta be, I mean, it's tough in that way. Cause I think there's both like pros and cons to like, if you're like into the chemistry of it, like, or like, cause it's like pro is you're going to know every little thing and what it means and what it does. And you know, all this other shit. But I think you can also get a little bit like lost in that at the same time. Right. Whereas like at the end of the day, the end user, no matter what you do, doesn't really understand all that stuff. Totally. And, I, and, I, and I don't, and I don't mean that it's not important because it's super important, especially when it comes to like, we just had a conversation about skincare recently mm-hmm. and like, that's, it's extremely important because you're absorbing and you know, and this is a similar situation, but like at the, with, with hair for some reason, because there's like, there's like, there's like a subjectivity to it. You know what I mean? Like, right. like how it feels, how it feels in your hair, how it's, so, how does it style your hair? And there's a million different types of hair, just, just like skin. Yes. It's like, it does matter like how, 
you like interact with the product, Absolutely. which is interesting. And I think it matter. I think it's helpful to almost not know what you're doing to right. a certain extent. Sometimes, <laughs> not not to say that you don't know what you're doing, but like, but like, not not know like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this, or you would never combine these two things because blah blah blah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's almost helpful because you're just you're trying to get, you're more focused on the end result than you are. The, the 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 science just exclusively the science absolutely I mean we screwed up the, like we saw the chemistry come into play and ruin batches too and I yeah. to this day I have no idea if it was you know because of heat or the sequence of of um, the ingredients that mm-hmm. were added but we'd be looking at a batch and be like well we just wasted a hundred bucks which it's seemed like a lot to us sure. at the time yeah um, even when yeah. you had the formula written out like to perfection yeah you know, there's all the little things that you would just miss there's some uncertainty like well yeah. We have the yeah, we have the recipe, but is this batch going to turn out correctly? And like not knowing, and that went on. I mean, even when you know um, we were making it later on in a a KitchenAid mixer in my basement at the next upgrade, (laughs) huge upgrade. Um, But yeah, I don't know. To your point, Timothy, like you you don't know, and so many consumers don't know, and I think that the like today's consumers at such a huge disadvantage too with not knowing what these ingredients are. I mean, sure the FDA has, you know, come in and said that some things are bad, but we're still in this huge phase as society of learning what, what toxins are acceptable, what toxins aren't okay. And though like sulfates and parabens sort of have become these big buzzwords that people mm-hmm. try not to use. I think it's going to keep coming out that all these other, you know, nasty toxins that are still going into hair products on a daily basis are, um, are not so great for the health too. So I think at the end of the day, all that matters is that like somebody like you is evolving the process. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like, you know, like, like my, my generation's parents drank a bunch of Coke, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Did a bunch of Coke too. (laughs) And, uh, and and, you know, it wasn't really like, like a, like a bad thing. Like I, I never thought of when I was younger that like, that was a big deal. Like people would have like fucking five or six of them. It's not a big deal. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Cause you just don't really know like how bad could it be? You know what I mean? Totally, and then yeah. you get, and then you're like, all right, so now we're all drinking, you know, sparkling water. And you're like, well, that's kind of like, that's got a lot of acid in it. So that's about, but it's like, that's certainly better than drinking right. a full fat Coke. So yeah. it's like, I think as long as you're kind of like pushing it, it's mm-hmm. like, and it takes like brands like you guys to be like, Hey, listen, something's a little messed up here. Right. Let's try to evolve it along. Yeah. So I think the term disrupt is, is, probably overused, but that's our big goal with this is if we can be a leader or even take part in this industry shift towards recognizing and learning more things about what, what is okay and what is not okay for to be using in your, in your hair and putting on your scalp, you know, Mm -hmm. skin is the biggest organ in the body and, um, whatever you goes on your skin, you're absorbing and that's getting into your bloodstream. So, um, you know, we just want to take part in that shift of doing things, in a healthier and more sustainable way. And if consumers are going to vote with their dollars towards that, then we'll have done our part in, um, in hopefully pushing that industry forward. So give me, give me like an elevator pitch on, on this. Cause I, to be fair, I've never technically used the product because I, I, I shaved my head before it was in a full <laughs> thing. And, and before that it was like long. So it'd have been harder to use that type of, but, but so I just use like a lot of like leave-in conditioners and right. stuff like yeah. that. And that's pretty much it. Plus I have hair, curlier than yours so yeah. it, it was like it was definitely like it was it was a hard thing to maintain to right. yeah. so it's like it was that I have, I'm a unique use case so I don't know that that's the best but like give me a, like a little bit of an elevator pitch of like you versus I don't know whatever I'm gonna find totally. elsewhere you know what I mean yeah so I mean at the end of the day it's supposed to be just a super versatile daily use styling product that promotes the health of your hair and scalp um 
while doing things in a more sustainable way. How does direction. it promote the health? I like that. Yeah. That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all of our ingredients in there, you know, again, included with specific intention, these are all working together to to provide your hair and scalp some nourishment. So yeah. I mean, much like a, like a skincare routine, you know, this is about hydrating the hair, you know, all the way from the scalp to the follicle and the entire strand of it. So, you know, and then the beeswax, it kind of acts as a sealant to, to hide, to keep everything hydrated, sealed oh, in place. Okay. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that was, I thought it was insane that, you know, people would use a daily styling product while trading that style in for, for detriment to their own health and to, with the use of single use plastic detriment to our environment, right? That's yeah. going to end up in a landfill or an ocean or something like that. So I didn't just want to create a product that was healthier than those. I wanted to create a product that actually would boost the health of your hair and scalp as you used it. That, yeah. That's just what seemed to make the most right. sense to me. Yeah. Not just performance. Right. Yeah. So while still maintaining performance, of though, course, I, yeah. I think that was the biggest thing. Like natural products existed, right? Natural mm-hmm. hair products mm-hmm. even, but people didn't trust them and they didn't do the job. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's just kind of how it progressed forward. Mm-hmm. And that was the goal. I mean, yeah, like we said earlier, how many times have we tried a, an all natural product, whether it's a cleaning product or, anything and it sucks shit because (laughs) it wasn't thought through the whole selling point is that it's all natural so it's it's appealing to the consumer in that way Uh but then you're never going to repurchase it because it's not good right yeah Yeah. impressions are everything right yeah we want the customer who who maybe doesn't even care that it's all natural or that it's done more sustainably right we we want it to we want them to pick it because it's going to perform better than whatever else is on the market too so and i think we started to prove that with our glacial clay pomade you know the it's crazy. Again, I mean, having zero industry experience leading up to this, but now, you know, these professionals and people who are so widely known in the industry, choosing our product and choosing to promote our product or carry our product or, or write about us in GQ, um, the fact that we're doing that, you know, without the industry background and without the use of chemical processes and things like that, that's what's kind of crazy. What is it when you say glacial clay? What's that? Yeah, that's kind of our uh, staple ingredient um, is Canadian glacial clay. It has It's created in this really crazy way. So it's from British Columbia. It's created in annual glacial slides. So huge glaciers, massive, I mean, massive objects sliding down with extreme force down a, a hillside, hillside um, create an ultra-fine sediment that ends up in the oceans, in the water of British Columbia, and becomes kind of enriched with phytoplankton. Um, and it has this beautiful gray color, which is kind of, you know, if you've ever seen our product, mm-hmm. that's what gives it yeah. the color. It's kind of our signature there. Um, and it's supposed to have these great benefits of, you know, I think it's um, antifungal, antibacterial, and clay in general just sort of absorbs excess oil. So since we oh, do have oil in the product, you know, we don't want it to look too oily. We want the hair to kind of have a sure. low shine, more matte finish. Yeah, yeah, so, sure. Yeah. Well, I think that's fun. I think that like a lot of, I, mean, I don't, I don't know this hundred percent, but I feel that a lot of times, like what will happen, especially in like men's health products is there, there like will be, especially in the hair, there'll be like a trend. And then it just like the, the product also doesn't evolve. Like I think there was a time when everyone's hair was shiny and Chase and I definitely came up in the like yeah. barber haircut where your shit was parted. Yeah. Everyone oh, had yeah. the same haircut yeah. and it was like shiny. Yeah. Are you familiar and, with Murray's? I wanted to talk about Murray's. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I used to, you tell, tell us about Murray's and how you used it. I mean, bro, we, we, 
uh, put myself on blast many a time in this podcast. I just recently started washing my face, just restarted washing my hair proper. Yeah, yeah. But it's that, like we found him. Better than yeah. found me and improved than never. But I, in college, as, as we say hundreds of times, we were both going to hardcore shows and shit, and at that point in time, the pompadour was the thing. You wanted to have a really clean fade, and some dudes would do a razor, a razor, uh, a razor part, so it would be mm-hmm. cut into your hair, the part. And Murray's was kind of the uh, generally approved product, and it was... Oily as all fuck, like you said, you couldn't really get it out of the container. God and, knows what. It's like they make it out of, like, you know when they change your oil and they take the old shit out and it's, yeah. like, thick and disgusting? So like, it's basically that's in it, in my mind. Crazy. <laughs> I think yeah. it is. Yeah. And what I think in the instructions, like, you're supposed to like, throw it in a boiling pot exactly. of water. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you boil it briefly no so to make it more malleable. Yeah. But then the thing is, is if you're not using, like, a super strong, like, shampoo or, like, a, a you know, a, a cleanser, you know, for your hair... It would be in there indefinitely. Right. Yeah. So I would put Murray's in, and I would say for like 30 days, I would get in the shower, my hair would get wet, I'd get out, and I would style it, and it would just stay like that. Yeah. yeah. And it'd be uh-huh. shiny as all fuck. But <laughs> your hair was just, just, it was a different, it was like a different, it, it like took on a different d- texture and chemist. Yeah. It was a whole other thing when that yeah. shit was I mean, in I mean, yeah. you show up to a show, and you could be like, Murray's, 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 because yeah. you could see the individual comb lines. It's yeah. no longer you know what I mean? hair, almost. Yeah. Oh, Oh, no, 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 no. It was more clay. the clay, more the product than it was your hair. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure it, it definitely serves a purpose. It, it's not. I'm you, sure. It yeah, serves yeah, a purpose. Yeah, right. But for me and my hair and the way that it was made up, it was not it was bad. very well, severe. Well, what I was going to say, too, is I also I don't think that they update those trends. Like, for a long time, I still see guys that get, like, a decent haircut, and you're clearly using a product that's, like, Gel, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, that's not the look anymore. That's where you know it's, it's so yeah. much more natural looking. Yeah, hair is like so far behind what you guys are doing in fashion in a canoe club. I think like it evolves much more slowly, and it seems to us like it's sort of at this breaking point where it's like this industry is, has lagged far behind. Kind of still in maybe mm-hmm, yeah. it's moved a little bit beyond the Murray's days, but not yeah. by much, you know. And I think. That, and not to put our own product on blast, but maybe that's like a little bit of a downside of a natural product still is, you know, you would say the Murray's, which wasn't natural, but it would stay in your hair, right? You could not wash mm-hmm, it out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why a lot of um, well-known companies today still use water and, and chemical formulations in their products yeah. um, because they want it to be water-based. So it rinses out easily in sure. the shower. Yeah, 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 yeah. So ours is water-free. I mean, once you introduce water to a formula, it creates an environment where bacteria can grow. So then you have oh. To use preservatives and chemicals. So oh, it's like counteract. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, so we're we're proud to be waterless and and not have any preservatives or chemicals in our formulation. Um, but you do need a good shampoo if you're yeah. to, to get our product out of your hair every every few days as it builds up. Sure. sure. I've also noticed that you guys have done um, gone through some lengths to show that like this is this is a unisex product, and the reason I bring that up is because I feel like guys stuff for some reason I, I, I have no idea why this has to be the case but like you go to a Target or something and it's separated there's guy shit and girl shit it's yeah. all the same shit yeah. but it's separated for no reason of course which doesn't make sense and especially like when I started to get into like skincare and stuff because you just go to like the, I don't like this but you go to the girls section because that's where the good stuff is the guy shit totally. is all like it, it's. I don't understand why it needs to be like misogynistic, no, 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 but no, it's no, like it, it sucks, yeah. and, and it's, it's like I, I. I don't think like modern guys, and I'm and I'm older than everyone in this room. 
at least by a little bit, it, it's like it, I do not resonate with that product. I've never thought I need I need my products for my hair to be like masculine. No, right. It makes no sense. It doesn't make yeah. sense. It's, I mean, that's just another area where I think personal care is kind of like, it's behind the times almost. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, of course, different genders, different ethnicities, everyone's going to have a little bit sure. of a different need, right? Mm-hmm. But but we did want um, our product and certainly the brand as we grow and create more products to be super open and to go across genders and to go across ethnicities and still um, be able to get what you're after, basically. Yeah, right. And, you know, hair is hair to a certain extent, right? So... Um, yeah, we like to your point, Timothy. I mean, we have we have women who use the product for slick back buns or tan yeah. flyaways yeah. or or even to put in their eyebrows or things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, we're certainly proud of that kind of gender neutral aspect. And it's definitely been an interesting segment, I think, that we've seen evolve. You know, at first we obviously wanted a versatile product that catered towards men and women and, and all different kinds of genders, right? And we wanted to you know have this product that would work on the evolution of hair care and hairstyling, like. It's like bad buns, yeah. which are coming into fashion more. And we have yeah. a palmate that generally skews male. But the it's been fun to see the overwhelming amount of support. People reach out to us, girls, and they're like, I love it. Or I stole it. We have a friend, Reed, and his girlfriend was stealing his Highland yeah. in the bathroom and using it for herself. Um, and it was just, it's awesome to hear these testimonials Sick. from yeah. from everyone yeah. using this kind of product. Um, yeah. 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 Are both of you guys from Colorado? I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland? Actually. Oh, wait, wait, Ben, no, we, I was going to say, when you, said, when you said it's from Bayshore, I was like, think. this is yeah, a deep yeah. cut. And I was like, no, we have talked we have about talked it. Because yeah. you're from like Shaker area? Shaker Heights. Yeah. 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 I've never gotten my ass whooped more <laughs> than playing Shaker in soccer, uh-huh. than playing, <laughs> I was just going to spoil, but Shaker's yeah. basketball team was great. Yeah. You guys also, my freshman year of high school, there was a kid who was also a freshman named Tommy Marks, who won states that year. And I think for the next four years, that dude was a machine. Anyway. Right. Yeah, when <laughs> you said so it's a I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, that's kind of deep cut. But yeah, no, we have talked about. No, it. I knew we had the, the Ohio connection. Let's go. Super rare. Nice. I know. I know. It's really nice. It's really nice. I appreciate. I appreciate it because you get. Of course, you know? it's a beautiful place, man. People people give it eight, but um, Shaker's awesome, and yeah. I'm glad I grew up there. I probably won't ever return to live there full no, time. No, no, same, same. But every time I visit, which is like once a year, just to see the fam. Um, yeah, yeah. I always enjoy myself. Yeah, no, yeah. Cle- there's definitely worse places. Cle- shout out Cleveland. Shout out Cleveland. <laughs> Being from the middle of is a, is a is an adult nightmare because when you you live somewhere else, and I've only ever lived in like you know Chicago and here, and you go back to Indiana, and you're like. God damn it! I I could make no money and be fine. <laughs> right. yeah. I wouldn't even have to try. Oh, I don't think that hard, and you could own three houses. Literally, yeah, yeah. For a tiny little one. It's, I, every time I go by, you, you spend a couple. There's a couple minutes driving around, and you're like. Wait a minute! If I just sort of yeah, no, <laughs> he starts scheming a little you sound bit. Like my mom trying to get me to move back. To yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And the only thing I'll tell you right now, both of you, every year you get older, there's one more step where you're like, maybe, maybe I will. Yeah, we, yeah, that was happen, But we, well, last time we went, we went home in May. I took uh, Michelle out there in May, nice. and I will say it rained the entire time, which was kind of the case. I'm from I'm from Ashtabula uh-huh. more properly, so but still right yeah. on the lake. I grew up a block and a half from the lake, but cool. it rained a ton. But bro, we found a house in Bay, so you know West mm-hmm. Cleveland. It was like 350k. It was also it's a mansion. If it's in the Midwest, it was was 350k. It's a mansion. It was a nice, nice house, and the mother-in-law suite was nicer than the house we live in in Denver on the property too. 350k. 
in bay, a block from the lake, and it was like, yeah. what are we doing? You know what I mean? It's just crazy. Yeah, but it is. Shout out Cleveland. Shout yeah. out. I'm to the state here, but I still. Yeah. Um, well, the reason I asked is because, um, is because like you, you said like you you had this like uh, you know the you know the kind of crunchy element that like totally. And I just wondered if that like if, if, if how, how that played into this whole thing because it's like I I I never I mean it was I was into college before I'd ever even heard of like environmentalism. Oh, exactly. it, just, no. it just didn't come. I mean yeah. we I kind of knew it from we were, we were like in hardcore bands. It was like mm-hmm. straight edge, so like they would talk about how it affected yeah but i didn't really care about that stuff i just wanted to put x's on my hands and you yeah know, meet girls and be, and be angry yeah know? yeah yeah so, <laughs> so, but i didn't really understand what the ramifications were no, right? no, it's a fine line too yeah. because we want to have you know those i mean this this super raw and natural approach without being the crunchy granola brand right? sure. we're trying to position ourselves as a as a high-end more luxury brand and you know that certainly comes with I mean, our ingredient costs and production costs are much higher yeah. than that of our competitors yeah. because of the, the quality that it is. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's always that kind of crunchy granola aspect in, in the, in the rear view. Too. I think that it's like, a, it's the, it's like a pros and cons thing. Like, I don't think you want to lead with the branding of it because so many people did that for so long. And honestly, the products just didn't work as well. Right. And I think that a lot of the times too, like, it's like, they try to like be like, you know, it's like environmentally friendly or healthy or whatever it is, candy or, and you're like, just don't, just, you don't need to mess with it's that. Candy, it didn't, it's, it's just don't eat it. If not, if you don't want to, you know, yeah. and, and like, same thing with like, I was saying with like the cleaning products where it's like, I like, I like what you're saying, but like, I can't feel like the counter's gross or I'm going to flip out. Absolutely. So it's like, but, but I think they have like, a, like, you know, I think obviously these are two different industries, but the cleaning products have come like a long way to where it, do, it feels like you can still get a natural product that does yeah, work definitely. really well. Definitely. And I think that it's just, this is an industry where it kind of needs to get led out of the dark ages a little right. bit. But I think for those natural products to start coming into, you know, more, more general use, they kind of had to go away from the, the crunchy positioning, granola, yeah. hippie positioning. Like, I don't know, Myers or other clean um, cleaning product brands, those are now seen sort of as, as higher end, nicer products yeah, too, even absolutely. though they are natural. Um, you don't think of them as like a product. For I don't think anyone has a, it's the same thing with clothing. I don't think anyone actually has a problem. I think they start with a problem. It's kind of like if you were to start with like a, if you're mad at a Ferrari, it's like, what are you, what are you mad about? Like at first, I never understand the, the anger towards it just because it's an expensive thing. Obviously the stuff that goes in it is ex- incredibly rare and expensive and it's not for everybody. And it's like, it has a specific use. And, and I understand that that's somewhat with clothing, but it's also like, it's like with this stuff, once you start talking about glacial things and cytophyllin or whatever the hell you said like all that shit but you're like you're like oh interesting like there's there's obviously an incredible amount of thought and passion went behind this to like I don't know where the hell you get that shit at you know what I mean like obviously that's going to be more expensive it's going to be harder to come by Mm -hmm. it's so thoughtful that like that, that that could I, I would you would never have told me that like when you say I thought it was just a name that's honestly why I asked yeah and then but it's like as you talked about more I'm like obviously it means something yeah, right. and yeah. it has this cool like connection to what you guys are doing and and how it works and like you've sought out this unique ingredient that no that likely not many other people are using I have to imagine totally and it's the same thing with like the clothes and everything where it's like 
you don't understand like this, these are small families running these businesses in some cases like couples that are running an entire business by themselves they're creating the, they're creating the fabric by themselves they're dyeing it by themselves they're creating blocks to make the patterns like like this, this all this stuff takes so much time and learning and effort and this stuff is not expensive especially the smaller you are I don't know why people I don't know if people understand this but like the smaller you are the more expensive everything you do is yeah. you know what I mean it's only when you get bigger that things suddenly start not mattering as much you yeah. know what I mean but like like even you saying it's KitchenAid stain mixer. If you're starting a business, what are those three, four hundred bucks right there yeah. just to like make a prototype? Right. It's tough. You know yeah, what I mean? It does really. But people finally, and with clothing too, and I think that this is where like Canoe Club has the the best appeal is people are finally starting to care more about the story and the the craft behind things. I think. Yeah. So you know that's true. That's true of Highland and how we're made and try to do things in a super transparent way so that this kind of disadvantaged consumer that I talked about before doesn't have to know what's going into it, but they kind of know the transparency behind it that, that they can kind of trust it and, and leave it. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think that's the coolest thing about, about canoe club and the clothes is the story behind all of these things too. And the techniques that go into place. It's such a deep world. I think at the end of the day, what everyone wants is what we were talking about earlier when, when I don't know what we were talking about Cooper as if he's a celebrity. In all he, is, he is. But the reason that we're all drawn to what he's doing is it's not because it, uh, here, and I think he has great stuff, but it's not about how he wears the clothes. It's not about what, it's not about any of that. It's that he really, 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 really loves clothes. And that's, that's very like magnetic. You know what I mean? Right. And same thing with like what we're doing. Like if, if, if you're going to get this or you have any inkling to get it it's because you care that we care and you care that the people that made the clothes care so much and if you and it's it's like a passion thing it's the same thing with this product like at the end of the day people should be like excited about it because two people that are I don't know how many partners you have but two people in this room that I can see they like love the product so much and needed something different so badly that they did the most difficult thing you could do to make this product. Like, like it's just like, it's a pain. I know how much of a pain in the ass to, to start Canoe Club. It's a pain in the ass. To start a brand, it's a huge pain in the ass. Like, and this is so hard and you have to care so much and you have to care so much more than other people that it's like it, that that's what like when people if people are like oh well it's you know ten dollars more than whatever i pay now it's like you're paying for people because people give a shit exactly. i mean and, and hopefully hopefully you guys will continue to give a shit because mm-hmm. i think that's what happens companies grow and people stop caring about right. little mm-hmm. stuff but with stuff like this you can't no yeah and we won't create that larger change that we're seeking if, if we do change those core values too mm-hmm. so right but well said what do you guys think? Um, who are some uh, hair icons for you? Who, who's got Who's got the best hair in? And we're talking celebrities. I mean, yeah. we could, or, or we could go back to Cooper. <laughs> Cooper. Cooper's got great hair. I don't know. I mean, Timothy Chalamet's got great hair right great now. Hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he might be number one man hair right now. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's it's its own. We need some highlight in there. Yeah. Yeah. We were just talking about. I don't know if you guys know Dominic Fike. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he has really good hair, and we were just raving about him probably for too long yesterday about how we want to get Highland in his hair. Yeah. Um, someone that we're working with might have ties to him, and we just want to we just want to get him a glacial clay. There you go. Yeah, Let's go. Yeah, yeah. But he's, he's a rad dude. Do you guys both feel that, like, you like you very much, like, care and also, just to be clear, judge people based on hair? No, not so much. I think, I mean... I would. There's, there's, <laughs> Give me there's the some, there's, <laughs> there's some judgment, but I think, I don't know, people just still don't... They don't know. They don't know what they're doing. So that's where we want to do some education and, and try to yeah. show people 
the light, show them a bad. I'd say way. half the time, if you're like, damn, dude, you got great hair, the guy's always like, oh, I don't know, I, I just, you know, yeah. it's just that way. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's <laughs> like you never talk to me, like, I do this, here's my regimen. Like, no one ever has, oh, like, a, especially yeah. guys, like, do not have, like, a, a like a trick or anything. So it's yeah. not like any, they're teaching each other they're either. Yeah. That way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like so, so often I've been like, man, that guy's got cool. And then you ask them, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, no, man. I uh, wash it with bar soap and it just uh, seems yeah. to work okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, that's psychotic. Yeah. I know. But, you know, what are you going to do? The method to the madness. Right. All right, we got it. Somewhere kind of like towards the end here. You guys, I don't know if you guys listen or not, but we do like a hot take at the end. I mean, it just has nothing to do with anything we talked about. Do we? Do you have one? I got one on deck. It's a little uh, real fast. Let me. Let I'm me always nervous when he looks at me that way and says, "I have one on deck." I can't wait to see this. <laughs> because he's gonna watch it. I'm, not, I'm gonna tell you, this is gonna go. He throws it out there, and then looks at me like this, <laughs> and then and then he, and then he just the waits bed. to see how I respond to just the idea of it. So <laughs> so I want to paint. I want to paint it back. Real fast. All right, here we go. Michelle, as we speak, she's looking at a house out in Longmont. We might might move to Longmont here soon. I asked her this morning, how close is it to the Buffalo Wild Wings? Because that's the only point of interest that I know in Longmont that I can then interpolate and understand where we are geographically. So if we're all chicken wing fans in here, oh, here we go. What's the flavor of a hot wing you get? You're going to order from Buffalo Wild Wings, Wingstop, a local spot. What what is the flavor? I'm so bad with spice. I I love a dry rub, honestly, and you know maybe dip it in a little buffalo or ranch. But I, I thought you were gonna say you spice. wanted it dry, like nothing on it for a minute. I was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> he just said chicken nugget. Just yeah, it's a hot take. Yeah, it would be a hot. That is a good. That's, that's what I was hoping for. <laughs> it's called Long Tucky, by the way, Chase, not Long Long. Oh, Long Tucky, Long Long. What's that? Long Tucky meaning it's like the farming community, oh, right? Is that would that be the Kentucky of Colorado? Yeah, yeah. Where where is your ranch? Uh, that's on hygiene. Well, and there's a ranch in Ward too. Okay, in Ward, Colorado, that we go to. But hygiene and Longmont are relatively close. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's that's even deeper in Longtucky. You said dry rub. What's the flavor? Just like a barbecue? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I wish I had more of a hot take for you there. No, it's fine. I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't know if this is a hot take either. I mean, I like. I'm the opposite. I will like. Drown in spice. Yeah, he I doesn't want, have taste buds. I want the the hottest thing I can. Oh, yeah. You want to sweat? I want to sweat. Like it hurts so good, you know. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree. So I either agree. habanero or, or just yeah. Like I would do the wings challenge. I haven't done it. I would eat the chip, probably cry and throw yeah, up. But no. I would do it. Yeah, come on by, bro. We can do it together. Okay, I would eat the chip. All right, you, you've heard about the chip. The chip is it's, we uh, about it's the like chip? the one chip, right? It comes in like a little cardboard container. I'll buy you guys both one to watch you on the podcast. Do it. Yeah, we can do it. How are they expensive? No, they sell them at Seven Eleven for like. 10 bucks. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. I, I know a, it's in Dallas. We had a buddy that did the wing challenge and he crushed it right and he ate the chip and he said he he was tortured by it and he like couldn't breathe or sleep for two days like it fucked his stomach up and oh. so now I'm scared because he maybe I won't do the chip maybe we'll just do the hot wings let's together. do the hot wing challenge I'll do yeah. that yeah. Yeah. I don't need to get graphic on the podcast but yeah. he, he said he had the worst night of his life basically yeah, yeah. sure fair, fair, fair. <laughs> I've really backed us into just doing hot ones now <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean to be honest with you if if my world existed and I could just do anything hot ones was kind of it dude. Right. Hot, hot ones is sick it is sick how do you stumble into that job Sean Evans let's get him on the pod well, he did a bunch of stuff Brian well yeah we'll say no I don't want to take the work away from him but that's a perfect that's a perfect I want to do is. it but I want to ask more intense questions like it just exclusively like do you believe in God while you're trying to like, work through it <laughs> got a yeah. mouthful of, of wing <laughs> yeah 
I like. Uh, I like. I will not eat anything on the bone. I think it's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, I won't eat any food on that's ever. I can't see it on a bone. I'll eat meat, but I don't even really like it. But is I don't. I, it can't be on a bone. It's. It's just. I hate it. So yeah. Is it a wing if it's just I don't if know. it has no bone? I can, yeah. Yeah. I don't care. It's semantics. Semantics. I hate the yeah. idea that you're going to eat something that like there's parts of it in there. Maybe that you that are going to be hard to eat. You might have to spit them out. I'm never. I would never. If I eat one thing on a plate at any point, like if someone made me a steak and I get one piece where I can't chew it, I, I just throw the whole thing away. Yeah. What's your, yeah. Uh, what's your alternative to me? Your go-to? In, in my dream world, we'd be just be talking about Morningstar chicken nuggets and then yeah, put whatever bro. on them. I'm fine with the spice and everything. I uh, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also think that lemon pepper is the best, Ooh. actually, in this in this that's scenario. Kind of See, like, like, I like the heat and everything, mm-hmm. but I don't, but I, that's the best one. I've never had a lemon pepper, and the only way I know lemon pepper is because Rick Ross was not allowed to go to, or they were, he was having issues with the the yeah. particular franchise of Wingstop he owned because he would go in there and eat all the lemon pepper, and that was yeah. yeah. Was like, Rick Ross is eating all these wings. You could just get this stuff and put it on other things too. Like I'll just yeah. eat it on like broccoli. Mm-hmm. Wait, speaking oh, yeah. about Rick Ross, though, have you guys seen the new season of Dave yet? No. Um, is he in? Is he in it? Yeah, the, the cameos in Dave are, are insane. I just watched the season finale last night, but you guys got to yeah. check the show out. It's that was like it's a show that everyone like didn't want to like, and then everyone liked. Exactly. Like that was like a, a thing where I knew. I remember it got like a like it was like oh no one wants to watch little Dicky in a show or whatever, and, and then, then suddenly everyone was like everyone everyone yeah. recommends this show to me, and I haven't yeah. seen it yet. I don't want to. I don't want to drop too many spoilers. So spoiler alert. But I mean. Rachel McAdams, Drake, the people the, the that he gets, Machine Gun Kelly, and he gets these people to portray themselves in such a, a weird and questionable light that like there's no uh, way they want to be seen like that. How did he, how does he get them to do this? So, yeah, it's like, it kind of like Atlanta. If you guys have seen Atlanta, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Rachel McAdams from the Notebook. Yeah, why did you leave with her? I love Rachel McAdams. Me too. I That's do too. Why I asked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great. She, and her, in season two, True Detective is great. Oh, since Wedding Crashers, yeah. she's been like my celebrity. You crush. know what? That might be the new number one like dream guest. Is now Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Let's get her on. Yeah. I know. I literally know nothing about her outside of watching kind of her in season two, too, Detective. Man, you know. Yeah. yeah. But you can see her once. You're like, well, I, I, I love her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. so. Yeah, she's so easy yeah, to talk yeah, to. Seems like she plays herself and she's just a sweet, mm-hmm. lovely, loving, inviting person. Yeah. I don't know. She's wonderful. <laughs> she might be my new celebrity crush over Natalie Portman. Oh, Natalie's hard to beat, though, These, too. Here's some hot takes for you man. from 2007. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, 2006. Yeah. I existed in, in that era, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You stopped. It's like you, tra- it's like you got rid of all, like, you threw out your phone, TV, everything. <laughs> it, it, goes, it goes like my, my celebrity crushes starts as Lola Bunny, Natalie Portman, <laughs> or Rachel McAdams. It's only got three. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. We all know in this room that Lola Tune Bunny. Tune in next week, yeah. folks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where, we get, where we slowly get chased his crushes on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, All right. Yeah. Well, do we have anything else? I feel like there was a something we left unchecked, but I don't know what it was. Oh, I, maybe I didn't, I didn't say my wing flavor, but oh, maybe that's uh, it. Yeah, that's I it. like anything. I just want whatever. If I'm gonna go to like a, let's say we go to like a Buffalo Wild Wings mm-hmm. or or a, or a local spot, I want whatever the standard buffalo is. I don't want any mango added to it. Mm-hmm. I don't want any blueberry bullshit added to it. I don't want barbecue. I don't want fusion. I just want regular buffalo. You're a simple man. Fucking vinegar, hot sauce, and butter. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 
What do you so, think about that, so Timothy? <laughs> you ask the question to like open it up, and when you know your answer is just, I don't like anything but the regular. You've never even had lemon You're pepper, learning, which we're is about other people. We're I learning. feel like you go and you only taste one thing and you like it so you won't deviate, Yeah. but then you want to know what other people think. Mm-hmm. Very weird. Yeah. But you know what? I'm down to try. No, I take it back. No. Just regular. Yeah. You're not down to try anything else. No. What is it? You don't want to risk it? What is the risk here? I think fruit doesn't belong in things that is not just raw fruit or a pie. That is things that... <laughs> is, this, is this the same tr- Chase Brown trait that prevents you from, you know, getting into skincare until you're 30? Or is yeah, that totally. something? Okay. Yes, well, it's, it's creating hard that. rules yeah, around hard rules. nothing. Yeah. It's hard rules and beliefs that I have convinced myself are real that... And, and the rule being that everything is bullshit and fake and not needed. Here's the research he's done, too. He goes into a bathroom and looks in a mirror and then talks to himself and goes, yes, we agree, and then leaves, <laughs> and then does no further research, yeah. and then just lives with these beliefs until they come up on this podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I don't, I don't have a, you know, an eloquent explanation. Once that. a day, he'll say something that from across the room, I'm like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> I have to go like get clarification because it's just crazy. Chase, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know. And then you'll explain to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a very interesting guy. Like yes. I said, it's like we found him. I'm down, but uh, I'm always down to have my opinion changed. I am. I am. Yeah, he's very flexible. Way. Yeah, we, yeah. We've said since the start the whole theme of the podcast was hard opinions loosely held. Yeah, because because uh, we, yeah. we have like extremely hard opinions, but then it, it, anyone can change my. No, because you're the same. You're care. the same way too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I don't honestly care about. I care about like three <laughs> things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, this, and if it's yeah. not one of those, then I don't. Then I'm not gonna. Yeah. You know, I'll argue for two seconds just to have an opinion. What are those three things? What are the things? I like uh, Gia, my wife, and. Guitars and Jeff and Canoe Club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Jeff and I have a contentious relationship. (laughs) (laughs) He wants me gone. I think he likes me. Back to dogs. Yeah. So I mean, but you grew like you grew up with Jeff, kind of. That was your. I got Jeff when I first got married, which would have been twenty-one. And And you guys were just like out and about, and just decided to adopt him, right? Yeah. Yeah. We made a lot of when we first got married. It was just like every like a every random thing you could just go. I'm gonna do this. We just did. There was it was all gas, no brakes. That's the best way. To do it too. I think mm-hmm. I think everybody in the world would benefit from just doing a thing, and you'll figure it out. And mm-hmm. if you hate it, you wasted however much time you did it. But mm-hmm. you benefit from just doing the thing. Yeah, we, we do a lot of the, this game at the store where I feel like we're yeah. not sure what the, the the right thing to do is. I'm like, let's just do some. Let's just pick one and we can't start doing it. Then we'll, and then halfway through, it'll be a waste of time. But we'll learn and we can move on. Yeah, so yeah, that's, like that's, that's principle in life. You have yeah. to just pick a path. Don't get paralyzed. But with right. all the decisions around you, go away and you'll you'll figure it out. You'll take something from it. You take some sort of information exactly. from it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, we wrapped it up nice with a little piece of life advice. All right, guys. Real, real pleasure. Where can they Where can they get the product? If you're in Boulder, go to Canoe Club. We get the Highland Glacial Clay Pomade there. Um, it's in bar- a lot of barbershops and salons across the country. If they don't carry it, tell them to. Um, but also our website, www.highland.style. Awesome. Highland.style. Highland.style. There we go. All right. Thanks, boys. Thanks, Thanks guys. Right. guys. Super fun. Thanks, you guys.